Welcome to Very Honored Fraternities, Esoteric Podcast, Episode 94, in which Sal Santoro and I talk about the Crooked Path. But first, This is the segment in which I read my father's book, verse by verse. Transformations, chapter 4, verse 1. I wake in the dawn and go walking. The night journeys are still very much with me, and I hold them without resisting them. The green of new grass after rain in the desert, the wildflowers shouting springtime intensify morning before it gets warm. I have been here many times before and will be again. No footnotes for today. Let's get to that interview, shall we? All right, I'm here at the Crooked Path in Burbank, uh, California. What's the address again? 1403 West Magnolia. All right. And uh, so, so tell us a little bit about the Crooked Path. Well, the Crooked Path is a collective of different occult philosophies. I, I kind of put it together to be a place where magicians in all systems can come and get what they need to do their great work. Nice. That's essentially what it's for. It's also a great place for people to come that are trying to learn. I don't want people to be intimidated when coming into the store. I want them to be embraced. Yeah. So I want people to come in here and know that they can ask me anything or anyone anything that's here and get the answers that they're seeking. And if they don't get them, then we'll help them find them. Yeah. That's the Yeah, and, and not like BS and like pull something out of, you know, no, like no, if, you, no. if you don't know, you don't know, you know. Yeah, and I will like, straight up tell people. You know, probably knows, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. That's it, you know, like I'm not a stone guy. I don't know, I have to call my right. stone person. But we have stones here. Oh yeah, we have and they're 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 much less expensive than other places that have similar stones. I must say. Yeah, I try to keep them at about a dollar to four dollars. I mean, there's some things I can't avoid, like aqua aura crystals. Are they're like twenty four dollars, but we pay like twenty four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's like really expensive. But things other than that, it's just about people doing the work and getting the knowledge they need. Which is why we have you. <laughs> we have a great uh, class. You I'm know? looking around. We see we we see Egyptian stuff. There's uh, Greek. There's Celtic. There's uh, Enochian. There's uh, what else have we got? Ifa, we got Zolomon. voodoo over there. You got Legba in the corner. You got uh, all the uh, the herbs you might need. Yeah. And uh, you got Santeria to voodoo to hoodoo. Different colored candles, uh, tarot cards, bunch of different tarot cards. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, so my workshop. Um, oh, there's a lot of workshops. There's a people, lot of people workshops. coming around. I've got some great teachers. You know, um, they're all following your suit. They're they're actually really great teachers. Um, I've got um, Will, who is an Vedic. Is it called a Vedic? A Vedic medicine? I think. Yeah. It is? Yeah. I, oh, Ayurvedic. Ayurvedic. Yeah, yeah. I always say that word wrong. Ayurvedic <laughs> system. I think that probably is 
means Vedic. You know, it's yeah. like related to the Vedic. So he is teaching Western root work with Eastern herbology. And that's on the nineteenth, right? Yeah, that's this week. That's the one that just says tea or something, right? Or... No, that's tea leaf reading. That was Saturday. Oh, oh okay, okay. That just Got went it. by. But Will is doing the um, the root work class. Nice. And he's got a really great background in hoodoo and things along those systems. Then we've got your class, of course, which we will discuss. <laughs> um, we've got, I've just had another great friend of mine who is a Reiki master, and she's an amazing um, medium and tarot reader, and she li- literally lives around the corner, and she's going to be offering a, uh, a seven-week system oh, cool. for tarot readers. Nice. For people that want to get it more advanced and really take this in as a way of, working and making a living doing it oh wow so she's going to try to teach them really properly um we've got that in november we've got a uh medicinal herbology class with a girl named mia salas and she just graduated from a herbological college up in uh i believe in oregon okay she was just up there um we have andrea who's our resident stone girl Uh, she's worked in a lot of great metaphysical stores and she just knows stone energy really well um so we've got her and I'm probably going to come back up and do um, just practical magic. It's not, I shouldn't say practical magic because that sounds so incredibly like Sandra Bullock. But uh, <laughs> it's definitely not that. Um, it's definitely um, practical. It's spellcraft. Right. I'm going to be teaching a lot of Ptolemaic structure and planetary magic. Cool. Yeah. So when I heard the name Crooked Path, the first thing that popped into my mind was the Path of the Flaming Sword. And so when one of its reasons. Cool, cool. And, <laughs> yeah. and so when uh, Sal had asked me if I would uh, do a workshop here, I said, hey, can I do a five-part workshop and do it every Friday? Because I was calculating from the day, my last day at Crunch Fitness uh, was, I used to teach Friday nights yoga for three years. And then I put in my notice and the sixth was my last day. So I said, okay, well, I'll start on the 13th. Hey, Friday the 13th. And uh, go do Malkut. And then on October 20th, so if you're hearing this before October 20th, 2017, and you're near Burbank, you can go to this. Yes. Um, however, if you're on the fence, then, then please don't, because there's actually um, not a ton of room. Yeah. <laughs> and we've already got yeah. kind of a, the tables full. And but if, you, if you're like them. hearing this and you're like, oh my God, I got to go to this, um, then, uh, then check that out. There should be links. Or if yes. you go to the crookedpath.biz. Yeah, dot B-I-Z. Is it a crooked path occult or just the... No, cro- just cr- the, it's the crookedpath.biz. Okay. And uh, then you've got us on Instagram, which is the Crooked Path underscore LA. Got it. And then we've got our Facebook, which is the uh, ampersand. Yeah. Path, right? Cro- um, the Crooked Path. Nice. And that's Facebook. And you can find all the classes on there. And, uh, and also, if you go right now to edward-reeb, that's R-E-I-B, dot com, that's my real name. Those mm-hmm. of you who only know me is very honored Frederick BT. The cat's out of the bag. <laughs> um, and, and right now there's a link also there and an explanation about what you're signing up for yeah. and uh, where to click to get to it. So uh, I imagine people listening to the Esoteric Nerd podcast aren't wholly unfamiliar with the Hermetic Tree of Life, but just in case, I'll just uh, briefly explain. Um, in 1652, a Jesuit priest named Athanasius Kircher uh, diagrammed uh, his his visualization of the Sefer Yetzirah based on an earlier sketch that had been done by a different French, French Jesuit. And uh, so now we know it as the Tree of Life, the one with the tarot cards on it, not the one with the, I shouldn't call it a dingleberry, 
Um, that's not nice. Uh, no, but the, the one where it has an upside down pentagram and and the the, the shin and kulf are missing and the and the paths are all rearranged. That's the Luria tree. Wow. So yeah, that's, that's a whole different. Yeah, that's a whole different system. So mm -hmm. people who like are you know way into tarot or maybe into Wicca or 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 that kind of thing are more familiar with the with the Athanasius Kircher tree. Yeah. Um, so so the idea is we're starting in Malkut at the bottom of the tree. And just learning some basics of ceremonial magic, and if anybody has any questions, you know, uh, about what's going on, they can ask them, you know, with me present. And uh, those of you familiar with Golden Dawn, of course, you kind of know what I'm up to. I'm basically taking the whole order and and compressing it into five days. <laughs> um, you know, not including a lot of stuff, uh, of course. Um, so we're doing, you know, Malkut, basically establishing temple in Malkut, and uh, LBRP, basic Hebrew, kind of a deep analysis of the LBRP. Um, middle pillar. Yeah, that, and the middle pillar. So that's what we did last week. That's what you missed. So if you contact me, if you're planning to go, if you want to go to the Yesod, which is on the 20th, or the Hode, which is on October 27th, or uh, on November 3rd, which is a Friday, is uh, Netzach. And then the last one is Tiferet. Yeah. which will be portal and <laughs> five equals six in a two hour <laughs> workshop. Two hours. Um, and that's, um, that's the, what day? The, the 10th, yeah. November 10th. And then November 15th, I jump on a plane and go to South Africa and do it all again for those guys. Yeah, well, I'm going to do something similar, but I, I'm glad this is giving me like a backbone structure of like a workshop I can give because uh -huh. I'm going to have a South lot of time Africa. with those guys. Yeah. The uh, Gnostic Church of the Black Sun Coup. I'll be bringing the uh, the mysteries that were taken from Africa back to Africa. They were they were asking me about God forms and saying, um, you know, how do you how do you know whether the God is really there or if it's just the image of the God? And I said, oh, it, don't worry about that with God forms. It's just the image of the God. All that's important is that the spirits think that you're the God. And he was like, thank you so much. That's really helpful. You know, and he said, that's exactly an example of, you know, something that was probably passed on from an Egyptian priest to a mm -hmm. Greek and then filtered down through the Western mysteries. And now it's, it, you know, like can come back to Africa. Isn't so. that amazing? All those yeah. years to go full circle. Right. So, so I'm looking forward to that. And then Nepal, of course. So like, that's kind of my last act in the Western mysteries for a while. And then I'm going to jump into Eastern for a while. Do you have to get a, a bunch of, this is a side question. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you have to get a bunch of like, uh, physical exams and, and shots? I should going to for Nepal sure. And all that stuff? <laughs> I definitely no should, but I, I'm not. <laughs> Awesome. I'm, that's why I'm going to be there for a long time is because part of that time is going to be spent with diarrhea and not wanting anybody to see me <laughs> sweating so much and you know being cared for by uh, a nice old lady that I can't communicate with except when her grandson's wow. around. Stuff like that, you know. <laughs> I'm like just sort of figure that that's going to be on the agenda. <laughs> Do you talk to them regularly? Um, I, I talk to Kay in South Africa. I have a few people that I talk to in Nepal, but I'm kind of going to be on my own in Nepal. And then when I'm in Bhutan, like they keep a close eye on people in Bhutan. Cause yeah, they, yeah. there's 700,000 people. They're all Tibetan Buddhist. They all have like a Tibetan Buddhist uh, temple in their house. And so they don't allow like Christian missionaries apparently. And awesome. so someone heard that, uh, that I was going and they were like, Oh, you got to smuggle Bibles. <laughs> like, they give a shit about the Bible. They're like porn. Right. <laughs> 
see that. So the, the, like the guy that, usually people stay in the hotel, but I'm like, I've been corresponding with the guy that's going to be my tour guide, so he's going to let me stay in his temple. And I'm going to give him like a couple of these really beautiful books on Tibetan Buddhism that he can't get there. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. So then after that, I'm going to go to India, and eventually, I forget the name of it, but the old wooden pole that our metal poles here came yeah. from. Malcolm and so when so I at first, you, it's all meditation. You when know? I talked to you before, it was like you were not coming back ever. I was feeling pretty dramatic, you know. I, uh, I, I'm, I, uh, I'm really glad that for that. Yeah, I, don't think it'd be good I mean, forever, you know, I'm, I'm still I'm keeping my options open, you know. Um, yeah, I just kind of want to go kind of without... Without, I mean, but I'm starting to develop that plan that I, I, I kind of want to compete in the, uh, the pole championship series and like pop really? in in, Aust in Australia or South Korea to see if I can qualify for the Arnold and then I'll be like performing on a pole for Arnold Schwarzenegger in, in uh, really yeah in Ohio the Arnold <laughs> yeah the Arnold <laughs> don't be a girly man don't be a bikini yeah it'll be fun I could do it in heels <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, okay, so did I cover everything? Basically, yeah, Yasod is next. Um, contact me if you'd like to come so I can get you the handouts that you missed. And uh, then you can kind of be caught up with what we're talking about. Definitely. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And how, uh, let's see, this is uh, thecrookedpath.biz, and it says, wait, what is it, 8187? Oh my god, are you asking me for my phone number? <laughs> <laughs> let's see. The Crooked Path, 818-736-5919. Um, and uh, they're open... We're open pretty much seven days a week. We're open um, from 11 to 8, Monday through Saturday. On Sunday, we're open from 12 to 5. And on the second and fourth Sundays of the month, we have what's called Sit a Spell, which is where people come in for free, and you can discuss any magical system or a topic. I like that that's going to continue to be a thing. Yes, that, that yeah. was my goal. It was the first thing I came up with here, because I want to create a community. I want to create a place where people can find out more knowledge. I really appreciated how everybody had their own pre-existing, well-thought-out-and-defined points of view about key questions mm -hmm. that normally cause groups to splitter yeah. or or uh or or not be you know not be on the same page like if you go into like like an order where everybody thinks of god in a particular way but you kind of think of it in more of a gnostic kind of like the force you know kind of like way yeah. you're like compatible with buddhism but then at a certain point they're like well i thought you were a christian how could you be a buddhist if you're a christian and it's like okay mm -hmm. i think we're on different pages dude yeah. sorry you know yeah so i try to do that now I'll, I'll purposely when the class is going on i'll purposely pull up a taboo topic or a topic that yeah. makes people feel uneasy just so I can get them to talk about it. In a friendly way. Yes. And then, like, we can all disagree and smile and, and yeah. be like, oh, that's interesting. And then even, like, come to understand why, why the other person sees it that way. Yeah. You know? And so it's really, that's a super important thing. And, like, it's free. It's, you know, bring munchies if you want. And that's the second and fourth yes. Tuesday? At 5 p.m. on Sunday. Sunday. Second and fourth Sunday of every month. Mm -hmm. at 5 p.m. And that's the one that's free. That's the one where you meet the people who are making up this community that's yeah, and teaching forming here. And, stuff. Yeah. and, you know, I just love that this place is very, like, for someone who's a traditional, like, you know, like, I, like we were uh, back in the day, uh, traditional Golden Dawn, you've got, like, these beautiful blue 
cups that would make really good practicus cups. Yeah. And you've, you've got these <laughs> daggers that would make really good air daggers. Uh -huh. But if somebody's a gardenarian, a gardenarian, there's no yeah. A in there or E. I always put an, a vowel in there. Yeah. Then uh, th those could be a thames and those could be, yeah, you know, just chalices. regular chalices. And for the altar, sure. And there's a lot of copper up there for like different bowls and different scrying materials. I've got some really great um, obsidian mirror discs, black discs that people use for divinations. And, and, and like also another thing that's coming up, a little side group is coming up right now. We're talking about doing more like Goetia. Nice. And actually stepping into that. And we're just going to have a little study group. Cool. And try to grow together with that. Very cool. So yes, yeah, always about that. Always trying to come up with different things. I like how... I like how there seems to be a lot of people who are in the Vajrayana Buddhism, like myself, uh, alongside some kind of Western path. Like there was the guy that, that makes the uh, the ta the talismans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, he does a class here, right? Yes, he did. A, he does a tea leaf class, the oh, tea right. leaf reading. But he's got a background in uh, in a big druid order here in, mm. in North America that he was running a local chapter of, I believe, oh, wow. in Colorado at one point. Yeah, so, so it's very there. eclectic here. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, really, oh, yeah. like, expert people in their, uh, in their schools of magic getting along with mutual respect, which I love to see that, yeah. you know. Like, I'm totally going to bring in Satanists and some TST people. And I've got another girl that I've just met that is really cool that is going to be really good with Wicca because we don't have a, a teacher for Wicca classes. Nice. So I'm going to bring her in, you know, and just have all these, have people all in, in the room together, you know? I think that's great. Um, this weekend I, I connected with um, a Thelemic order and I connected with two OTO orders down in Orange County because I was at Pagan Pride. Nice. And, uh, which was really, really awesome. And I saw Lon Milo Duquette walk by. Cool. We didn't talk. <laughs> he was carrying his guitar and he was in his other zone. But I didn't get to meet him yet. But. Did you hear any of his music? Yeah. I'll, I'll close with a, with a Duquette. <laughs> I'll close this episode with, really? a, with a Lon Milo Duquette song. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I'll have to find so one I haven't already played. He's, uh, you know, he was teaching... Uh, Forrest came down. Forrest is a pretty known um, reader and um, clairvoyant and, and witch. She's got a line. I forget to her website, though, but her name is Forrest, and I've known her from the club scene in L.A. when she was younger. She moved to Ohio, and now she's got a really great little business going. And nice. she does a lot of spellcraft and makes oils and stuff. So we met them. Pagan Pride was good this year. Very cool. So you were able to get all this stuff back and forth. Sorry I wasn't able to help. Yeah, stuff around. We pulled it off. Oh, good. We pulled it <laughs> off for sure. Nice. Then, yeah, I saw the picture. It reminded me of the Ren Fair. Just like totally a park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's cool. like it's a, kind of like almost like a like a, a, a public park fair kind of thing. You know. That's uh, cool. But this is this is basically, I don't know. I guess you could see it as uh, shameless self promotion on the parts of Sal and myself. But really, it's, it's really about a community. community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like making a ton of money from this. I'm making a little. You know, oh, that's okay. You know, but I mean, I'm, I'm, for me, it's, it's, uh, it's actually, you know, I, I, I went through a, a, a thing where I was like, oh, well, you know, I feel weird getting paid for this. But my ex, Janie, was saying, um, people always were paying for this, but someone else was getting the money and you were working for free for all those years. Mm -hmm. 
you should have been getting paid for that. You know, like they, when people had an issue with you, they thought that they were talking to the person they were paying, you know, like, and I, and, and I would get upset because I'm like, Hey, I volunteer, you know, I'm volunteering here. Like, don't yeah. like, like I, I'm, I'm just giving you my energy freely, you know, mm-hmm. like, why are you coming back on? Your right. Yeah. But they were like, Hey, you know, I pay for this. And it's like, well, yeah, but that that's separate from me. But yeah. I mean, yeah, in a regular non-culty kind of environment, I would have been getting paid for that. Non-culty, I should have been getting yeah. paid for that. So I'm uh, for me and for the other, you know, people that were brainwashed by the same cult as me. Um, that's I'm, I'm entering, you know, cautiously. It, I'm expanding my comfort zone to include getting paid to teach yeah. the mysteries. Which is great. Um, you have the knowledge you should be getting take care of for it. You put your money in. And I'm really happy to see you doing this. You know, Sal and I go way back. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard, I don't know the episode number, but uh, <laughs> there was an episode a couple years ago. That was like, like before you did Carnal Esoterica. It was yeah. like, that seemed, seemed to, I mean, from my point of view, I don't want to like take more credit no, than I deserve, okay. but it seemed to kind of get the ball rolling on some stuff. You know. It did. And you know, that, that was the start of it all. Carla Esoterica, that, that, that podcast was really cool, and a lot of people liked that. I, I yeah. also talked to people about that still, you know, um, and it did help, because, I, you know, I, we also discussed my other, my other non-diplume, right. you know, <laughs> my other pen name. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that came up as well, but I keep that completely separate. But now. this seems like, it seems like the answer to the question, like, what do you want to do with your life, really? What's your heart's desire? And it was like, mm-hmm. well, to make this... Yeah. And so oh, when, when it's that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm supporting this with all my heart. I've given Sal a lot of my old, you know, and my it's mom's amazing. old stuff. Yeah. And I know, I love seeing it everywhere. There's, there's all kinds of little magic things that are familiar to me around here. Yeah, and, it's kind of like that. And I want that. You know, I, you know, when you come in the store, you see all these bottles in the window. They're very pretty, and I grabbed a majority of them. But the deal is, if you have a bottle, and you have a color that you like in the primaries, bring your bottle... Put your energy into it and put color into it and put it up on the shelf so you're always here. Nice. It's just, you know, it, it creates that cradle for everyone. Very and cool. That, that's super important. So that's where we're going with it, you know? Yeah. And I, lo- I love that. I love that feeling. And we're meeting new people every day. Well, I'm going to get back and work on uh, some props for Friday. I uh, have I got some some Sculpey and some paint, and I no need to repair way. repair my my big rose. I have a big rose. Oh, um, you have a female, the twenty two like petal rose, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So so people can see the Hebrew like big bright as day without having to squint and look at my lamed, you know. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, Man, that's gonna be beautiful. I, I just have to repair the lamed or something. Well, I've got to, I've got Celeste. Okay, cool. I'm gonna take this really quick. I want her to meet you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I will uh, well, see you on Friday. All right, sounds great. Okay, bye. Thank you, Sal, for being our guest on the Esoterra Nerd Podcast tonight. Thank you to Susumu Ueda and his father and the other monks at Jofuku Inn on Mount Koyasan for the music you're hearing right now. Thank you to Camille and Kennedy for the intro and outro to the interview itself. Thank you to Tangerine Dream for the album Ricochet which played in the background during the Transformations and Footnotes segment. And most importantly, thank you, the esoteric nerd, listening to this podcast.
Soon, I'll be interviewing Adam Scott Miller. If you don't know that name, Google it. You probably already know his art. It's often used without permission by people who advertise to your demographic. Thank you all for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, Lon Milo Duquette. religion, it's politics, and you've been had, you've let them make you a moron. Selling your soul. 